Welcome, change agents. I'm so glad you're here. This is Cheryl Klein, and you're listening to the Limitless Leader Podcast. Hey there, Cheryl here. Today is an extremely special day. I am so honored and grateful to be back for part two interview with Gabriella Schuster. Gabriella, you've been moving mountains between now and the last time we sat down to talk. So I'm really excited and uh, really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, thanks for having me, Cheryl. Of course. And so You know, uh, we're going to, of course, talk about your new course on allies. And before we get there, can you share a little bit about why allyship is so very important to you and really why you're on a mission to scale up your message? Absolutely. So, you know, uh, probably about six or seven years ago, I had a moment of awakening, I'll call it where um, I I was, uh, there was some things going on that um, there were a number of uh, hundreds of women um, within the organization um, were sharing their um, perspective and their experiences and had a lot of questions about how they could be more valued within the organization. And my initial reaction to this conversation was to start coaching them on, you know, what they could do or what they could say, actions they could take, things that had worked for me, things like that. Um, But as I ruminated on it, I got more and more mad that these kinds of inclusion inhibitors, things that kept women from participating fully in the organization were still happening. That, you know, 30 years into my career in in tech and things were actually worse than they had been when I started. And, um, And so I started to think about like how I had a responsibility Um, to make that better and realized that um, because I was so used to being the only woman in the room and having these kinds of inclusion inhibitors occur around me where people might um, interrupt me or dismiss what I said or not listen until I proved that I had some credibility on the topic, um, that, um, that I was actually supporting and um, uh, kind of approving of this culture because I wasn't intervening in it. And I, and I wasn't really recognizing every time those things happened um, either to me or to others. And that was a terrible, terrible role model for me as an executive in the organization. And I had a responsibility to change that, to change my behavior. Um, And so I started down a path of, you know, really creating with much more intention, creating a culture of inclusion and, Um, And I thought about what made a difference for me in my career um, and enabling me to succeed despite kind of that headwind. And it was my ability to build allies. Um, And so helping people to understand one, how to build allies and how to be an ally and how to work with intention to create that culture of inclusion just became a mission for me. And that's so important because a lot of times as, you know, we were talking before we went live and, 
you know, a lot of times women get coaching on how to fix themselves or how to have tools. And, you know, that's kind of like a Sisyphean task, you know, that is is impossible without some of the work that you are doing on allyship. But a lot of times, and, and if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you a question that's a little bit uncomfortable. Is that okay? Yep, that's fine. <laughs> okay, awesome. So as we buckle down, you know, the last time even that we talked, we were in a different economy. Uh, we are in a different business climate. And so as we buckle down in this turbulent or disruptive times in the economy and business, when when honestly companies aren't hiring, they're letting people go, do you feel that diversity, equity, and inclusion is still vital and still really important to pay attention to right now? Absolutely. I, I you know, I, I think that it's actually even more important. So, you know, diversity is about hiring and, and creating a diverse group of talent in your organization. It, in times like now where people are not hiring, they may not pay a lot of attention to that because they're just not changing that the demographics of the organization. But what is even more important than the diversity in your organization is the level of inclusion you have in the organization. It's that culture that really taps into the diversity that we all bring, the different experiences, the different perspectives, the different ideas. It's really the reason why you would hire anybody is because they're bringing in that unique perspective. And inclusion is about creating the environment that really celebrates those differences, that um, enables somebody to um, disrupt the status quo, to say something that's not popular, to say something that no one else thought of or no one else saw. Um, and if you have leaders who are just focused on like my way or the highway, um, then yeah, you're not going to get any value out of the diversity that you have in the room. And the thing is that that is the, the diversity, that level of inclusion of enabling people to speak up is what is going to drive your innovation. It is what's going to drive your profitability. There are studies after studies that show organizations that have that culture of inclusion um, have higher levels of employee engagement, employee retention, higher levels of profitability, and greater innovation. So in a time where you're buckling down, maybe you're reducing your workforce, um, maybe times are, you know, times are tough and you have to make important trade-offs it is more important than ever to get the most out of the people who are working in your organization and, and to hear what they have to say. Yeah, 100%. And that's something that I'm feeling like is maybe not on everybody's dashboard. You know, they think of diversity, equity, inclusion, and especially the inclusion piece when you're including uh, people when you're hiring. But I love that you bring up the point that it's more important now more than ever for innovation and your bottom line, like you said, to help elevate everyone who is still on your bench. I mean, not to mention too, to back up what you just said, there's an immense amount of um, what they call emotional tax that is felt by, let's say, women in the workplace who are further marginalized beyond their gender. And so I think what you're, and I know what you're talking about is so very important, especially during these kind of different challenging economic times. Now, in your course that you recently did, and I use course, you know, very loosely, this was a, 
you know, movie production set level enterprise adventure. So I just want to make that clear. It was not something that, you know, you went down to the beach and filmed on your iPhone. This was a huge <laughs> undertaking that quite honestly, it's very entertaining. I mean, it's educational, but it's also entertaining to watch. So congratulations on that. I know that it took, you know, it's a, like a six month project. So congratulations on getting that done. And we'll talk a little bit more if you're interested in uh, Gabriella's course on allies, but uh, towards the end of this, but now can you give us a couple actionable steps? Because we also talked a little bit earlier about even um, in the workplace, if uh, some of our counterparts are not being inclusive, usually they're not just setting out to be that way. It's right. not an intention of theirs. It's really mostly unintentional. And so can you share a couple or, you know, two, the first two of your talking points in your course that we can understand and use and put into play? Yeah, I mean, so so I'll give you a bit of a, a background overview. So the focus is around what does it mean to be an intentional ally? How do you actually do that? And the goal of an ally is to recognize that in any given situation, you may have power or privilege or influence. And how do you um, share that with those around you so that they are empowered as well, right? Allyship is about empowering others and then creating the space for them to be included in the conversation. And so what I've done is I've taken the word allies, just to make it super easy to remember the things that you can do. I've taken the word allies as an acronym and said there are six actions that you can take when you recognize that somebody may be excluded. Um, and that is you can be an advocate, you can listen, you can be, be present and active listening. Um, you can lift up those around you. You can identify things they are doing well and share that with them and others. You can include them. You can make sure they're included in the conversation, they're included in the meeting, they're included in a project. You can elevate their position. Um, you can Make sure that the projects they're working on are getting visibility or that they have an opportunity to present to the customer, to a partner, to the executives. Um, you can help them uh, with their speaking skills so they can go do presentations, just elevating their visibility. And then you can sponsor them, sponsoring them into other opportunities, right? And Three of those, the first three, are things that you can do reactively, meaning you don't need anybody's permission to do them. And the last three are things you have to do as a co-conspirator. You'd have to do them proactively, right? So um, if you're going to include somebody, elevate them or sponsor them, you better be working with them and understanding what their objectives are so that you know um, that that's what they want, because otherwise it could have the opposite effect. You could be a non-ally at that point, right? But, but for the purposes of this conversation, when we talk about inclusion inhibitors, we're really talking about being an advocate. And being an advocate means that in the moment, you recognize something has happened that has excluded somebody or singled them out in a way that makes everybody and them uncomfortable. And your goal is to intervene to enable them and give them space to be re-included, 
right? So your goal isn't to blame or shame somebody who might have just said something or done something that excluded them or singled them out. That's not your goal. Your goal is to just reintegrate everybody back into the conversation and re-engage and just intervene in that moment. Um, so let me give you an example, because that may be a little heady for some. Right? <laughs> so if we're in a meeting together, and um, and you were speaking and somebody interrupts you. As an ally, I recognize you were just interrupted and I can say, excuse me, Joe, um, Cheryl, I don't think you were done with what you were saying. It sounded very important to me. Would you just repeat that again? Right now, I haven't said to Joe, Joe, I can't believe you just interrupted Cheryl. That would be blaming or shaming them. Um, I have just said what you were saying was important to me and I'd like to hear it again. Right. And when you do that in that moment, Joe, because he didn't probably did not realize he just interrupted you, is going to say, oh, geez, I'm sorry, Cheryl. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. And I think you said a couple there was a lot of at least when I was listening to that, a couple of things that I really want to highlight that are super important because Joe, the interrupter, you know, you might have said, oh, you know, I'm sorry, Joe, hang on a second. So I think making that person comfortable and safe that did it is really important. Um, and then also letting the person know who was speaking that what you were saying is important to me. Right. Yeah. And so like you were mentioning uh, earlier, it does take some courage and it takes a lot of increased awareness. Right. And an honest look at ourselves, because one of the first things that you said, or at least in your story, is that when we are quiet, we're really complicit, yes. even if we don't agree. And so right. that was kind of like when you said that, I was kind of like, because I think it's happened to most of us at one time or another. So although that's uncomfortable, I think it was important to hear. Yeah, no, I mean, so it, I mean, it happens to us a lot, you know, like we're, we're in something, we hear something, we go, uh, right. And, and we are probably not the only ones who were in that environment who went like that. But if you don't say something, then you are, yeah, you're just complicit. Right. And, um, and you're, you're reinforcing that environment and you're saying it's okay. And, and that's, it's a lot like um, what we teach our children about bullies, right? That if you see something, you should say something, you should intervene. And it, it's, in, it's, it's one thing to, um, like I think uh, an inclination because you don't wanna create conflict is to save that up and give somebody feedback later, right? Um, you can go give people feedback later, but if you don't do something in the moment, then everyone in the room goes, oh, I guess that was okay. Mm -hmm. And, and that becomes the norm of behavior, which isn't the norm you want. And by, by having the courage to speak up, um, then you are, um, you are helping to help others have the courage to speak up. And so a lot of what I focus on in the course is um, 
what are those words? What are the things you can say? Because I think a lot of times people want to say something, but they just don't know what, what could I say that wouldn't blame or shame somebody in this environment, right? Um, and so we talk through what are those things? And I actually have a worksheet where we, you know, I give you some of the words you can use that just recreate space for the person and, and help somebody kind of maybe recognize what they did, but without calling it out, right? Yeah, and I highly recommend the course. You get the materials, you know, with the course, but practice in a low stakes environment first. You know, in other words, maybe you're at the dining room table and one of your kids speaks over the other one and say, Molly, I'm sorry, but hang on a second. Joey would say, like, rather than, you know, you know, being in the middle of a GMT meeting and just going for it for the first time. Um, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, and, and then, you know, the other thing that you said that I thought was really important is that um, it requires a level of intentionality and awareness, not just courage, right? You have to actually be really present and paying attention to what's going on to recognize when those things happen. And, um, and so that means that you have to put yourself in a state of awareness, right? You have to kind of clear your mind and you have to make sure that you can be present in that meeting with that team at that moment. Mm -hmm. And then, so I have a question for you though. I can, when you're explaining this, I'm thinking about if we're amongst peers so if you're an SLT or GMT meeting or something like that, but what happens if you're a little bit more junior, you know, you have a sponsor, they pulled you into kind of a higher level meeting and now you have the potential to be an ally, but everyone else in the room is your senior. Like, is it still okay? Or what advice, what you give? Yeah. I mean, really anybody can be an ally, right? Um, and it's, it is about like what may have been going on that you are going to, um, to talk about, right? So for instance, if, um, if somebody, if somebody in that meeting said something and, um, and then somebody else, maybe they didn't interrupt, maybe they just kind of dismissed it. They were just like, yeah, okay, but we're not talking about that right now. Right. And you're the junior person. You could, you could say, that actually seems, could you just say it again? Cause I, like, it seems like it might have some relevance. Um, you know, how do, how do we relate that back to this conversation? Right. You can say that I, there's nothing about like you being in a room of non peers of executives that, you know, and in a lot of cases um, it shows your level of leadership and courage to be able to speak up and say something like that. Mm -hmm. So what I'm hearing is if you feel it in your gut and your heart, you should go for it. Yeah. Perfect. That's um, really good to know. And it's probably um, very important. And I would think that the more senior leaders would really recognize that is a really positive sign. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then what about one more action item? So now we're going to raise our level of awareness and I think what you said is in real time, in raise real our time. level of awareness and intervene as an ally in real time. And then is there one other action item that we can be aware of and start to practice? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it is about lifting, lifting up those around you, right? It it it's about finding the things that somebody's done and complimenting them on that, right? When 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 you are an only or you are part of a marginalized group, um, things happen. Things happen. These kinds of inclusion inhibitors, like they happen to you consistently. They will happen to you consistently in every group that you are in. Um, and so over time, you tend to lose confidence. And if somebody is your ally and they are saying just simple things like, oh, Cheryl, that is an excellent point. I really love the way you were thinking about that. That's lifting somebody up, right? Um, or, um, you know, you know, they just gave a presentation and you go, wow, I really love the way you framed that problem. Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of I think we have a tendency to focus on the negative, to focus on giving people constructive feedback um, on or not even saying like something goes really well. Very often nobody says anything just because it, it just went really well. Right. Nobody even notices. They just go, oh, it just went really well. Being the person that notices that 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 says something and especially says something again in the moment, says something where everyone is hearing that you just did something really well, that 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 is a way that an ally works and really supports you and lifts you up. And it's little, little things. I mean, things that. um you can integrate and incorporate into your everyday life that be of being an ally and doing that. Those very little moments can change somebody's whole perspective. They could change somebody's whole career. Just that one little moment. Mm -hmm. And it can also honestly give them the courage to speak up when there's a lot on the line. Yep. And um, and so it seems like also there is a uh, in the companies, especially ones that are running really lean right now, there's a lot on the line if they're not fostering this type of environment. There's yes. a lot to lose if they don't do it and take it pretty seriously. Uh, so uh, also, let's just talk about your course real quick, where can people get it? What is their experience? So in other words, what is the transformation that they can expect, you know, once they check it out and go through it? Yeah, so um, you can just find it super simple. You can find it on my website, GabriellaSchuster.com. Um, and there's a tab for allies and their tab for training. So in allies, you can learn more about what is an ally. In the training, you can actually learn how to sign up for the training. Um, the training is available for individuals um, through the Women in Technology Network. It's also available for organizations to buy for their employees. So if you started a new team and or you're building a virtual team, um, it's a great thing for that cohort of employees to go through together um, so that they have a common language. And there's really um, you're making a statement in the organization that says inclusion is important. Your voice is important. We want to hear what you have to say. And we're going to teach everyone how to work with more intention to support you um, in your success. Mm -hmm. So perfect on your website at GabriellaSchuster.com. And one thing that I wanted to mention, too, is that you have some amazing, it's very interactive. I mean, there's actors in it, there's actors. So you kind of get to see the before and after. Can you talk about that a little bit? 
Yeah, so it's a, it's an online interactive platform. So um, you're going through it as a cohort, maybe 25, 30 people together, and you have a buddy. And as you go through each of the modules, you're checking in with each other. You're sharing your experiences. You're also, there's poll questions as you go through it. There's assessment questions. You can see the answers that other people have given as you go through. And then there's always... Um, homework, right? So between each of the modules, you have a set of things that you can practice doing, and then you come back and you reflect on that with your team. Um, and so it's it's a very good simulation of actually doing live training, um, but it's uh, but it's really available on your own time um, and kind of reinforces itself. So um, so that's the goal is to to, to help you, and, and it's very actionable. I'm a very actionable person. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's really all focused on your behavior and how you can um, be an ally and and um, and through that that will help you build build your own allies. Mm -hmm. And I might add that like the production quality is unbelievable. It's also um, you know you have a great sense of humor. Um, and it's also fun and I just can't recommend it enough. So, if you are interested, it's at gabriellaschuster.com. The name of the course is Allies. Be sure to check it out or recommend it to your organization. Gabriella, as always, it's always an honor to have you on the show. I appreciate all the work that you do, and I look forward to continuing to uh, watch your amazing journey. Oh, thank you so much, Cheryl. Thanks for having me. Of course. If you've enjoyed this episode, follow or subscribe to the Limitless Leader podcast with Cheryl Klein on whatever podcast platform you use. We'll let you know every time we release a new episode. And if you really enjoyed what you've heard so far, rate and review us too. That's one of the best ways that you can support us and make sure that this podcast keeps going. And also, I offer a significant library of free mental toughness and high-performance videos, worksheets, tips, and other helpful content on my website at www.cherylkline.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Cheryl Klein, and I look forward to having you back next time. And remember, you're only limited by what you think is possible. Cheering you on always.